Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. SNL returns. Matt Damon loves beer and Kanye loves Trump. Me Too Hollywood, new Les Moonves, Kevin Spacey developments, and Cosby jailed. Oh boy. Murphy Brown returns, but has Hollywood's reboot bubble burst? All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for September 30th, 2018. I'm Anita Bennett, in for Alina Vision, and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode. I don't like beer. I like Red Bull. I drink Red Bull. <laughs> Lots of people drink Red Bull. Some drink more than others on some nights. Welcome to a new episode and a crazy, crazy week in Hollywood and politics. So without further ado, I'm going to announce my guest. And by the way, this is our first week. We're streaming live on Facebook. Yay! We normally wow. stream live on YouTube. First of all, Anita, thank you for stepping in. Oh, no worries. Anita's Glad a popular um, a contributor here. I get a lot of comments when she's paneled a couple times. We used to work together at The Wrap. Mm-hmm. She's a rock star. She's the founder of Urban Hollywood 411, I should say. Yes, sir. UrbanHollywood411.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. She's cooking over there on the scoops, and we're going to get to one of the stories just briefly um, about the box office this weekend. Okay. Okay, and without further ado, I would like to welcome Bianca De La Garza. Hey, Joseph. Thank you. you Good. It's great to be here. Sunday fun day. We're continuing to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Gracias por todo. Um, Bianca used to be an Emmy. You're an Emmy nominated. We have an Emmy nominated TV host on my panel, (laughs) so I'm very um, humbled. Oh, well, thank you. Tell viewers a little bit about what you're up to right now. So currently right now, I'm bi-coastal. I'm in Los Angeles, obviously here today. Super excited. I'm running a production company, and I'm also launching a disruptive beauty line because after 20 years being on television and facing mass media's definition of beauty, which is very narrow, (laughs) and selected by those people on an ivory tower, we're saying, you know what, women, men, let's celebrate beauty. Who gets to define it, and how do we celebrate it? Oh, you're going to have a men's line? Possibly. Wonderful. Yeah. Not that you need anything. No, look at that. Two hot guys here. Lucky me. Presence of greatness. (laughs) That was a great segue, actually. So my other guest is Jedediah Ballard. (laughs) What's up, y'all? He is a contributor to The Doctors, which is a syndicated program with uh, Travis Stork. And you advise him there. You've been on Men's Health cover as we cast our wider net. And you're also, you were a U.S. Army, uh, correct? Correct, yeah. U.S. Army Ranger, so special operations background. And then Ooh. some fitness covers and whatnot. No, uh, but yeah. And if, so of course, you want to talk about Lindsay Lohan and all the crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, she is nuts. I feel so safe and protected right now yeah. in the studio. Like yes. anything could happen, and no, we're okay no, here. They're jumping out of a plane, <laughs> nuts, and there's Lindsay. No, I mean, it's like it's they're different levels. <laughs> but you're going to be on the doctors. You know the air day check because that's the reason you're you're sort It'd of be coming here. up through the fall. So I'm okay, doing perfect. some fitness okay. stuff with them. I kind of do some fitness consulting for them and whatnot. Wonderful. And, uh, they're fun shows. I brought my little brother to one. It's a good Wonderful. I was there actually recently too because I've performed a reporter of mine did this social media diet uh, uh-huh. special on it. But anyway, without That's further ado, show. SNL. 
Woo! <laughs> SNL returned for its premiere, um, and it did not disappoint. It parodied, it, it brought out um, Matt Damon to parody Brett Kavanaugh, the hearings that obviously took over the entire... I mean, I felt like I was scrounging for Hollywood topics because everything was Kavanaugh this mm-hmm. week. I was glued to the TV. Anyway, I want to roll a clip really fast, and then we'll come back um, of Matt Damon parodying this. Do you really think you have the right demeanor and temperament to be a Supreme Court justice? (laughs) I went to Yale. Killed it. Absolutely. Worked my butt off to get here. I busted my buns. I lifted weights. Every day. With Tobin, PJ, and Squee. Donkey Dong Dog. <laughs> and yeah, we had, a, we had a couple thousand beers along the way. Especially my good friend, Mark. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Judge who can't remember huge chunks of his life, but is somehow my key witness. So am I angry? You're damn right. But if you think I'm angry now, you just wait till I get on that Supreme Court, because then you're all going to pay. Okay, let's come back in from that. So that's wow. a little taste of what we had. Okay, so I just want to start. So... What I think, Bianca and Jedediah, SNL has an easy job right now because to me when I was watching that, what most struck me, and I want to hear how you guys feel, it's just, it was a heightened uh, version of reality. Oh, 100%. Yes. I mean, it was like down to like the prosecutor and the way they played it out. I mean, you couldn't have been watching the two next to each other on a side-by-side screen totally and saying agree. like, what is going on? Yes. Um, and I love that. And I love that, you know, for decades, SNL, like you've got to give it to Lauren Michaels because yes. this show really is, you know, capturing the zeitgeist of what's sure. happening. And that is incredible. Yes. And as someone who once had a show that went up against mm-hmm. SNL, you know, oh, wow. and, uh, we <laughs> That's did. not a fun I was like, I'll take that. But, you know, we beat them a few times when they were in repeats but what this show does it is a reflection of society and you know I, I was watching it and I thought Damon just like nailed it and we were laughing so hard but I mean you know, it made me think about the hearing and, like, what was Kavanaugh thinking? Like, he should have probably been plugging, like, Anheuser-Busch or something because when he's going to need work in a few weeks, <laughs> sure. he's going to have to fall back on, like, what, influencer marketing or something? Speaking of that, we were... Lost opportunity. We were trying to guess what kind of beer we thought he drank. That's at that I point. Really. It, it sounds like all. I mean, it sounds like all. Yeah, and I all. agree completely. SNL... I mean, if you want to save yourself some time, yeah. they just summed up the whole story for you. Yes. Literally just watch their clip, which is way more entertaining, well, yes. and you'll get a whole picture of the story. I was I was dying laughing. Absolutely and dying laughing. So Trump obviously spoke out and said, um, Anita, mm-hmm. that SNL is just one big um, commercial for the Democratic Party. What do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, it's certainly a left-leaning show, uh, but it really does capture the essence of what's happening on the political scene and culturally in America. Yeah. And... Uh, this show, I think it's a little tired. Yeah. Um, but last night's season premiere, 44th season, if you can believe that, huh. it felt like there was new energy there. So mm-hmm. I was really excited when I watched it. Yeah, me too. Um, do you think, though, that because SNL being a parody skit show 
comedy, like, they have all the leeway in the world, or, and this is, goes to you too, mm-hmm. do you think that even comedy should, should, should toe a line? Where they, if they, they, they almost no. are too left-leaning. No, yeah. No. no. I mean, that's freedom of speech. That's First Amendment right there. Yeah. Like, if people, if they're crossing the line, their viewers will let them know. Mm-hmm. They'll yeah. lose viewers if they're crossing, you know? Yeah, so, no, they've I only mean, gone out. Yeah. I mean, the show definitely gets bashed for being too left-leaning, but then if you look at the ratings <coughs> from last night, they improved on the year before the season mm-hmm. premiere, so people are watching. Well, I mean, the cast is phenomenal. Um, you know, we just saw the Emmys yeah. recently, which I, you know, got to, to you know, kind of, you know, enjoy. And, you know, as many of us in Hollywood cover and just sort of, like, sit back and, and look at the cast and, and how great it is. Yeah. But, I mean, they have to be provocative. If that show doesn't push the envelope, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't skew almost, like, borderline, mm-hmm. you know, controversial, you're not going to watch. It's Saturday right. night, 11. That's why I mean, people we can go, barely go there. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about it, though, as a content creator myself, as a producer, we need moments in television that are magical and mm-hmm. unpredictable, which I think you do really well here. Oh, and <laughs> the bottom line is, it's like TV has become very predictable. Reboots, which I know we're going to talk about yes. today. So I give it up to them for actually saying, you know what? Let's just really be racy. And yeah. it shows that it is the magic of television still mm-hmm. is alive and well. It's provocative. It's profitable. And and it's thought provoking. But speaking of unpredictable, but I don't know if they wanted the kind of unpredictable that Kanye <laughs> brought to the stage. <laughs> no, no one does. <laughs> so let's talk about that because basically Kanye came back, and I just oh, I have so many questions about this because <laughs> I want to know if Lauren Michaels is just being smart because he knows it's guaranteed press, or if like this was supposed to be a redemption. Uh, because when you're reading the article about how, how following the um, the two songs that they normally form, and he did this surprise third song, mm-hmm. they were supposedly tell- he came out with the Magna, you know, Magna. make America mm-hmm. great again, and he's you know making this speech, rambling about you know Trump this, Trump that, supporting Trump, and then I think even about his own, it was like a bizarre lecture, even about. Um, him potentially running, correct? There was some of everything. So, first of all, Ariana Grande was originally booked, and she's going through some personal things, so she bowed out. Kanye stepped in um, graciously, according to Lauren Michaels. The thing is, with Kanye, Kanye cannot be controlled. We've seen that time and time again, and so... Which um, pairs him well with Trump. (laughs) Yeah, pairs him well with Trump. I mean... The thing is, we now... I mean, I tuned in only because of Kanye. Yeah. Uh, I knew it would be unusual. I knew Kanye would be provocative. And I got exact... Well, actually, I got more than I was expecting. <laughs> sure. um, but the a lot of people amendment. tuned That's in. The rating, yeah, the ratings were great. So a lot of yeah. people tuned in to see what Kanye would do. And, you know, Adam Driver hosted. So I'm sure a lot of people tuned in for him, too. Let's just run a little bit of this clip that we have queued of him when he came out. And then we'll come back on the other side and talk about it. Black man in America Supposed to keep what you feel inside right now And the liberals Blacks weren't always the oppressed You know, it's like a plan they did uh, To take the fathers out of the home And promote welfare Does anybody know about that? That's a democratic plan There's so many times I talk to like a white person in the back of and say, how could you like Trump? He's racist. Well, uh, if I was concerned about racism, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. We don't just make out of silver. And that is why I And when I said I'm running 2020, all my smart friends, now you can 
got a situation where we need to have a dialogue and not a diatribe. Because if you want something to change, it's not going to... Okay, so... Oh my God! So here's what I wanted to see. Remember when he? What was the award show when he was like, George Bush does not care about black people. It's like Kanye West does not care about black people either, because it's like <laughs> or this people, stuff people. or people. Period. It's <laughs> like he's saying. I mean, it's just diametrically opposed. He's saying not a diatribe. Says the guy who went into TMZ's newsroom and was like preaching about like how slavery was a choice and all this other stuff. The thing that I can't I can't fathom is like why he continues to do... Like, do you think he just wants the press and the attention, or does he believe what he's saying? I think it's a little of both. I think we knew something like this was going to happen. You don't book Kanye and think it's going to be like PBS, right? So you know he's going to do something. But it worked. I mean, they got viewers. They got viewers. And I think, you know, Kanye's trying to make Kanye great again. Listen, he's got (laughs) 1.5 million in the bank. Is that Yeezy? I mean, it's all calculated, I think. Um, I think he really does believe what he's saying. Yeah. Um, But I think he knows that people will come against him, and I don't think he cares. He's like, you know what? I'm here to be this very divisive voice, and he's going to... He's going to do it full throttle. And, you know, uh, when's he going to lose his edge? I'm just wondering. Like, when's he going to kind of be like, oh, you remember when Kanye was sort of edgy and, like, yeah, now yeah. he's he's not so, you know, well, now like, is it, we're going to give him, like, what, two years? Yeah, maybe? It'll, it'll like, get tired. Well, it'll keep on saying dumb things simmer? and finally people yeah. will just be like... He's, I mean, Kanye has admitted it. he has mental health issues and he doesn't always take his medication. I... I'm not going to speculate on what happened last night, but he almost appeared unhinged. It was a little, you know, the final performance, well, the first performance was a little strange, and it just got weirder as the night wore on. The final performance uh, through the credits, I didn't even know what to think. And then when he started talking after the show ended and people put the clips on YouTube, it, it was troubling. And so this rant, I mean, he even talked about the critics who say he's in the sunken place. Um, <laughs> it just—I've never seen anything like it, and I just—I wish someone would step in. But the thing you just said, yeah, yes. So, speaking of the mental illness part, but this is where I think, like, I have um, family members or close friends that also suffer with. I feel like he makes a mockery of mental illness, actually, because he goes through these phases where it's like he's almost using, like, I'm going to be crazy and say things, and then it's going to be, like, blamed on my... Ma- it's just sort of so inconsistent. I'm like, is it marketing and, and being well, strategic, or are you actually mentally ill when you're saying half these things? Like, uh, like be, uh, Candace Owens, the conservative um, uh, uh, commentator, mm-hmm. was retweeting all of his quotes and then, like, putting her own comments saying it was like he had said something in it about... We need to have a dialogue because 90% of media and TV is liberal. And it's like, oh, the media and TV that you and your wife use to basically build your entire <laughs> career, now it's all of a sudden, no, oh, they're so bad, they're so liberal. It's just, it. he speaks out of both sides of his mouth. He does, but does anybody in the world really take Kanye seriously? That's what I want to know, though. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know but anyone who takes what he says seriously. But he's been on the record also saying that musicians, he is not... He can never be controlled. He'll never be controlled. He doesn't have people around him. You know, well, he's, he's dropped been criticized. All his, like, right, isn't he managing so he's himself? He dropped wolf. his... He doesn't have a publicist anymore. Exactly, Joseph. So he is um, obviously making deliberate actions to mm-hmm. do his own thing. And he also was on record saying, you know, that he thinks musicians are brands. And that, you know, so I think he does see himself as sort of this, not just a music person, but like 
something bigger than that. So I, I think a lot of this, I, I think it's calculated. I think he knows exactly I, what he's doing. I really do. And that's why I went over today where he's still talking about it because he knows it's still feeding the media. Well, I don't know if it's calculated. Media. I mean, he thrives on the attention. But my question is, how much longer are his fans going to put up with it? How much longer will they continue to support him and buy his his music that's and his fashions and his, doesn't he have sneakers? Yeah, he Yeah, so, I mean, who's buying this stuff and how much longer will they continue to do it? That's the question because Kanye won't, I always say this too about the Kardashians. The Kardashians are never going to go away and they're going to keep multiplying until the media collectively Mm -hmm. is like, why are we covering such, like, I made a point when I ran news sites that we cover the Kardashians in the context of actual news about mm-hmm. them. Which, guess what? I never covered the Kardashians. <laughs> right, it went minimal. Right. Because there wasn't <laughs> news. It was right. like, did they, if, they, if they got arrested, if they, sure. you know, something, something, which they never did, but I'm saying, like, actual news. Not like, Kylie got a new lip kit, or like, Kim injected her behind. It's like, right, that's right. not news in the grand scheme of the world. Mm-hmm. So the way that Kanye, you're absolutely right, it's like, media keeps covering, because it gets hits and people love to sadly people like to watch a train wreck you know you can't look away away. but it's like it comes down to the consumers of like stop supporting him stop supporting his music but by the way I don't think the whoop diddy poop like actually that song took off did it (laughs) (laughs) even with that catchy name even with that catchy name (laughs) and he also said that Lord Michael's invited him back again so he's inciting that's what I'm Mm. saying he's smart enough to say oh he knows what happened he knows his reaction that that Trump's reacting to me he's like Lauren even asked me back for a second time. He is the puppet master here going like, how many hits can we get? Who's going to talk about it? I think you're it? giving Kanye way too much credit. Maybe. I don't know, but I think that we he's a smart guy. Politics uh, yeah, aside. I would totally have to aside. disagree with that. A smart guy. Did you watch him on TMZ no. Live? Like, <laughs> yeah. that was a politics aside, train Politics wreck. aside, I think he's manipulating for monetary gain. That's what I'm saying. He's someone who's got a lot of money in the bank, like the Kardashians. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you agree with his politics. I'm saying we're talking about him right now. So in a way, we have to actually go back and say like maybe we don't acknowledge the disgusting things we don't believe in and because we can't give it credence anymore. Well because this is what also he continued this craziness off uh, SNL on Twitter this morning yeah. about the 13th Amendment being, uh, what did he say, he wants it abolished? Or yeah, and that's like, really? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, have you have you read it? Do you know what that it, is? It's almost <laughs> like he, it's like is if he's not think if he's not strategic and it's, he's, he's out crazying himself with mm-hmm. every tweet and every move. I mean... It's disappointing because I think Kanye is one of the most talented musicians out there. Yes. Well, not musician, but entertainers, performers. And he writes interesting lyrics. He writes it's good music, but it's all we're distracted by the other things that he says and does, and the artistry gets lost in the shuffle. So I think it's unfortunate. I just want Kanye to get back on track. I want to see the college dropout, Kanye. Uh, you, I don't think he cares, though. The, Do you think he cares anymore? Because well, you're right. He probably this doesn't care, but I'm never going to buy anything he puts out. Me neither. Sure. Yeah. I, I want Gold Digger Kanye. And I actually have friends where I'm like, I refuse. Do not play or download new stuff because I'm not supporting this brand of crazy right now. It's just it's it's but by the way but i do pray for him if this Mm -hmm. is mental illness and and that's strictly and he's like off his meds or whatever the heck's going on i do pray for him in that respect but if this is all calculated and just using sort sort of like playing to the trump base because what he's going to run as a republican after he's gonna be the trump heir apparent i mean that's kind of great one crazy for another crazy but it's just sort of like 
I just think he's 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 it's just it's gotten way over. I would not if I was Lauren Michaels, you shouldn't be having him back. Like, yeah, and I don't even know if that's real, but yeah. him yeah. even yeah. throwing it out there, knowing it could incite everyone's like, well, we can't even imagine what we just took sure. last night. How is he even saying it's going to happen again? Well, anyway, we're thankful that SNL's back because I'll have stuff to talk about now every Sunday. You're set. <laughs> right. You're set. <laughs> so Life. moving on to our next topic. Anita, Night School, starring Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, which I couldn't escape a billboard. They topped the box office. Uh, tell, tell viewers a little bit about Okay, so Night School topped the box office. It uh, made an estimated $28 million this weekend, which is right at expectations. Um, Kevin Hart is bulletproof. This movie had abysmal reviews. I think it has about a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Uh, critics pretty much ripped it to shreds, said it was in detention and needed to go back to school. But... <laughs> Kevin's loyal fans turned out once again. And Tiffany Haddish, this movie has two of the hottest comedians on the scene right now. And they delivered. It was produced by Will Packer, um, directed by Malcolm D. Lee. Will and Malcolm were the same team behind Girls Trip. Now, this movie did not open as big as Girls Trip, which had excellent reviews. I love that movie. So I think the reviews may have, maybe for um, people like me, the casual fan, Uh, you know, I read the reviews and I was like, mm, okay, would not waste fifteen dollars in L.A. Yeah, um, but <laughs> but it's, it still had like it had an eighty nine percent fan approval though. So you're oh. not going to this movie looking for Braveheart or Legends of the Fall. You know, you want to go get entertained. It's kind of like the Medea series. You know, it's kind of a niche market where they generally get very bad reviews. But the fans give them very good reviews. So Did you see it? Did even you see Night School? I haven't oh, seen Night School. Oh, okay. um, but like so say, it's got 89%. I mean, that like sometimes people like, well, the critics could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes that's, a, you know, the people are like, you know, maybe I'll oh. give it a chance. And like, you know, they love Kevin and they're like, I'm yeah. still going to support him. And like, maybe the critics were too harsh. And you know, they want to th- know better than like the people who are writing. Here's my theory. I felt like they put a bunch of, mo- I could not escape, at least in LA, like a billboard yep. or... Or anything that around it. Do you almost think it's like when, because Tiffany Haddish right now is having her moment. She's like, it girl, right? I feel like, and I don't know, but like, is it like that they don't want them to have a failure at this moment in their career? Because it's like that they, the studio was like, put them a lot of money, get them. Because as long as you get people in on the first weekend of a really terrible movie, then you at least didn't have a complete failure. Like the reviews come out, but it's sort of like, it at least didn't, it was number one at the box office. Maybe. You know what I'm I mean, I don't watch like a lot of network TV. I watch Netflix and stuff. So I don't see the ads. Um, I didn't even notice the billboards. I honestly think these people have very loyal followings. I mean, Kevin tends to play the same character over and over Mm -hmm. and over. He's like The Rock. You know exactly (laughs) what you're going to get. But it's good stuff. Yeah, but for the fans, they love it. And also, they went very heavy heavy on the marketing. You know, Kevin has a massive social media following. Mm -hmm. So he was all over social media talking about it. They were on urban radio. And then they also did the mainstream Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah. I think Tiffany co-hosted live with Kelly and, yeah. and Ryan, so they were everywhere. People love them, and and it's fans fun to out. no matter what. Yeah. It's still fun to sit at the movies, have some popcorn, and veg out, and not be yeah. like you'd probably almost rather see a bad movie nowadays than think about like all the bad stuff happening in our world. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still escapism. It's oh, still, a horror movie is better. I'd rather watch it. Like American Horror Story. That was a breezy, like a breezy a reprieve from reality. Exactly. exactly. So it's like right. if it's a bad movie. At least I'm like escaping, and it's sort of taking me out of what reality Very is true. now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. But let's not also discount the power of these stars because this mm-hmm. is a top-grossing comedy since Girls Trip. That was like 14 months ago, yeah. uh, last summer. So 
This is a winning combination. Will Packer producing, Malcolm D. Lee directing, and uh, Tiffany Haddish riding along with them. Like, it works. Yeah. They're very likable characters. You yeah. know if you bring a date to this movie, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. You know, again, you're not going to be odd, but like, yeah. Yeah, you can bring a date to the movie yeah. now, so now you're like, well, he's yeah. like, hey, girls, I'll make a date, you know? Like, next In a couple days, right? There you go. There you go. Okay, so... Congrats to them. Yeah. And Tiffany Haddish, she killed it on the carpet at the uh, Emmys, too. Mm -hmm. You know something else that helped this movie? Tiffany's beef with Cat Williams. uh, (laughs) Cat Williams (laughs) criticizing her comedy, comedic skills. And then Kevin just going hard, attacking Cat Mm -hmm. Williams on uh, New York radio station. I mean, that made so many headlines. Free press. Mm -hmm. What is Cat Williams even doing nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) It cracked. Can we say this? Medical assessment looking at the man. just won an Emmy. He had a role, like a guest starring role on Atlanta. Donald Glover threw him a bone. Thank you, Donald. So. Uh, and Tiffany also won for guest hosting uh, SNL last mm-hmm. year. So, or last season. Um, two Emmy winners. He criticized her. She took the high road. Uh, but Kevin really he unloaded on him. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on to um, Me Too Hollywood updates. So, just uh, circling back how SNL took on um, the Kavanaugh hearings, which obviously, I don't know about you, but I was riveted. I, I actually, the last time I sat in front of a cable news for like eight hours straight was probably 9 11, I'd say. Like, wow. But I watched every minute of the hearings, and it was just heart wrenching, both like screaming at the TV at some moment of time. But the interesting part, so tying it to Hollywood, Alyssa Milano, okay, did you notice yes. Alyssa Milano sitting in? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I got yes, like, no, I'm watching yeah, it, amazing. and like, someone's like texting me, like, friends, and they're like, Alyssa Milano? Question mark? Or, like a screenshot? And I literally had to look at it, so I yeah. immediately went to her Twitter. She was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Right there. Um, she literally... She's very, by the way, we should say she's very political on Twitter. She's an activist in addition Mm -hmm. to an actress. I absolutely love her because she really, she's what people we need, uh, you know, in Hollywood using her platform for Mm -hmm. causes uh, rather than just like, you know, free clothes from stylists (laughs) or something. But um, she was there and she was live tweeting from like behind where he was sitting. And so... I just thought it was interesting that, like, what's your feeling on that? Like, do you think that takes it to a whole nother level, or do you? I love it. I mean, it's all, I love it, and I she had an intera- interaction too with you know you know she was spoken yes. to. Was her phone taken? And then she says no, it wasn't. So it just yeah. it added to like all of the drama that was unfolding in that world that that day. And it was interesting. I was in New York um, and going from place to place, so I was catching it sure. somewhere. But everywhere you go, people are like, "Did you see this? And did you mm-hmm. see this?" And it was it was like you know this must see TV moment. And I yeah. think it, it's cool that she you know was was tweeting and being there and I think it's it's a novelty but I think it adds to sort of the interesting thing that celebrities can have a voice and like you said use their platform yeah. and actually yeah. be like I'm educated I'm involved and I want to say something sure. and and have a have a have a point in all of this and it was a moment in history where like you said I mean people were watching and we know Alyssa Milano was too so there you yeah. go I mean and there she is right there, right, there I she mean is again, yeah. people will go and talk to her because she's more. actually yeah. well-versed. Like, here's the thing. Yeah, she and, speaks very well. She's she an intelligent well. girl. You can... Exactly. And, you know, I want to ask this because um, when I... More often than not, I notice that the liberal um, people on Twitter um, and, and social media, they like celebrities using their platforms. And then, obviously, on the other side, they say Hollywood celebrities should shut up. 
I don't have a problem. I feel like people seem to forget that celebrities are people. Like, mm-hmm. we yeah, are people. Absolutely. Like, yeah. we get to ha- say whatever we want in the country because they're an actor and actress. What's your feeling on that whole debate about, like, Hollywood should stay out of it versus they they should use their platforms? I mean, we don't say Joe regular should stay out of it. These celebrities are involved in the conversation, and sometimes they can help sway the conversation. They have these massive yeah. followers on followings on social media. But Alyssa is very, very active in the Me Too movement, yeah. and she's really helped raise awareness about this. So yes. naturally, she would mm-hmm. be there. Yeah, it's sure. a cause she's passionate about. She's showing her support for it. I mean, it's it makes I, sense. I think my only caveat is that as long as I feel like it's a celebrity that is versed on the topics, yeah. and you can tell by their by their tweets and by sure. their appearances, then they they have the right. I think any person, in my humble opinion, if you're not versed on the topics, don't arg- don't get into a thread on Facebook mm-hmm. and just start arguing without facts. Like that's my biggest complaint. Right. So I think people should like shut up about like uh, they do get they have a platform and they get to use it. it Exactly, and I think the thing is if celebrities do have a following and they have something that can inspire or encourage other people, it's almost part of their obligation that they've been given. Like, they're very lucky. They get to entertain millions of people, and by as a default, they have people who listen to them and take what they say very seriously. So why not? If they have something um, to to add to what's happening, I think they should, you know, obviously come out and and speak about things. I think some of them have a political responsibility to do so. Yeah, it's a social responsibility, and like you're saying, with that, you know, that can go good or bad because if yeah. they're not well versed, then they're just they're, know, they're putting they're out they're crap to for the thousands sense of people. Of arguing. Yeah, so. Noise. So moving on to like um, another Me Too. Ho- I'm gonna. I feel like it's Me Too Hollywood is gonna have to be a standing segment. There's stuff every week, <laughs> but Kevin Spacey, who to just bring up uh, viewers and listeners to speed, was accused of sexual misconduct and assault and abuse for years on end. It was something like a Harvey Weinstein, but just with men. Mm. He's, sure. And then he used the moment of when he was called out for sexual assault to come out of the closet, because that really helped uh, the gay community. <laughs> right. Like, no, please don't do this now. That's sure. not helpful. Right. So now no one wants to claim him. But anyway, this, <laughs> this week... Um, a really graphic article came out because his massage therapist is um, suing him for sexual battery. Mm-hmm. And it was very graphic. I was reading on Deadline. But what is sort of your, you know, I asked this, because um, you're actually a fitness guy. And sure. a lot of that goes hand in hand with mm-hmm. sort of mas- massage therapy. The whole nine yards. What was your feeling when you read that article just about... Well, I mean, Kevin Spacey is creepy. And that's just, <laughs> that, that was my feeling. Like, if you want <laughs> high and low, you know, male, female, whoever. Yeah. You know, sex in humanity is amazing. It's great, but it always is consensual. It needs to be consensual. You know what I mean? And yeah. If someone's coming on to you trying to use money, power, etc., and you're not having it, regardless of your situation, yeah. you know, it's wrong and it's creepy. And, you know, reading the article, I tend to believe the massage therapist. I mean, it... Yeah. You know, again, you know, you never really know, but I... You know, it seemed legit. It's so awful, too, because it's like, here he is. He's in the room. And again, we go back to these cases where it's like there's a powerful celebrity in the room. He's just trying to do his job. And, like, you know, maybe he thinks this is legitimate. And, like, he's, like, now put in a situation. And I think, you know, people are put in situations. And you're like, oh, I can't believe. There's nothing he could have done to to avoid this. Like, he, the masseuse just comes and he does his job. And he's like, you know, it's just unfortunate that in this day and age, it's like, uh, yet again, we're seeing it. And it's just so pervasive. And you just wonder as we look at humanity humanity we look at you know our culture yeah how do we move forward from this and how do we heal each other and how do we kind of you know make people feel supported to come forward make people feel um that they're being heard well, and, and from I a think male that's, standpoint uh, uh, yes to you know like yeah. as a straight male there's a little bit of a 
I don't know how to put it well, but like a machismo embarrassment yes. of something like that where totally. for you know, sure. another guy, you know, because you yes. kind of got owned in that situation. Yes. And it's just like, it's much more common, you know, for a male to just stay incredibly quiet about it because they're, because it's they're an embarrassed. embarrassment. Yeah, like they're it's a huge shot of the ego and whatnot. And it's, well, that's you know, why Terry Crews sort started to change the game yeah. on that. I actually am surprised throughout the Me Too movement that there hasn't been more stories, because I know it happens sure. as a gay man that you hear stories, that there hasn't been more Terry Crews cases that have come forward. It's like yeah. you're saying, and, and I agree. guys and his feel more embarrassed. Yeah. And then you know? it's, there's a certain, I think, a level of, like you said with the machismo, mm-hmm. a straight guy maybe not thinking that it's going to seem they're not masculine if like a, they were hit on by another man like did so there's an embarrassment about with any sexual like they're victimized like, again and not that, by yeah. coming out which yeah. is like the worst yeah. thing yeah. when you're already right. a victim so and, and just the hit on you know like I'm a, I'm a straight male you know every now yeah. and then you know, a gay male will hit on me or whatever. And for yeah. the most part, you know, it's flattering, like, hey, bro, sorry, I'm straight. And they're yeah. just like, oh, cool. You know, and that's, you know, that's like fine. They, they but like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's like, you, know, you, you obviously DMs. work out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they slide into the DMs all But it's kind of funny. Once I was on magazine covers, I started to feel a little bit for my female friends because males, males are more persistent than females, generally speaking. <laughs> you know, so it's just kind of, it was kind of interesting on that. But the thing I'm going to say, and we'll move on from Spacey to, one, to Cosby, but um, what this struck me is this was 2016 so the whole thing with his the cases about him mm-hmm. they a lot of them that were reported were going way back and this just goes to show you that these serial abusers this was happening right through it that's why when sure. we're talking this is what i'm going to say and this is again in my opinion um when we're saying this happened 25 that or this happened 10 years or this happened that we know of yeah you don't know that there to me it's like if you're a serial sexual abuser we just maybe the people who are, are more recently were abused or assaulted just haven't come to their moment of wanting to I truly believe that like I feel like when we're reading about these men but it's like five years ago ten years ago fifteen we just haven't heard about the most recent cases that's what I'm gonna end on for that with Kevin Cosby jailed good <laughs> that was the best thing yeah. speaking of that where that's... we're going through this whole polarized like society right now with the Kavanaugh versus Dr. Ford to see Bill Cosby uh, hauled away in handcuffs couldn't it must have been so cathartic for his victims Long it time probably too. was I mean I I have a different perspective I am African American I know African Americans in the industry Cosby has created countless opportunities for African Americans um, a different world, the Cosby show, but there was no disputing. I mean, when the first allegations surfaced, and this has been happening for decades, but the women were paid off. Um, and then when Hannibal Burris, the comedian, brought it up, it was like three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cosby denied, denied, denied. And, you know, maybe the first accuser it was like, eh, second mm-hmm. one, eh. but by the time we got up to 10, yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. <sighs> Not everyone could be lying. And so uh, yeah. it, it really was heartbreaking to see, to find out that Cosby, you know, who we looked at as his father figure, was actually a serial predator. Yeah. Um, and looking at his mug shots, it was just a spectacular fall from grace. Yeah. And he deserves to be in jail. I'm not disputing that, but what I'm saying is it's very sad, everything he's done for my community, mm. and to find out that he was so screwed up 
and yeah. now to see him in prison. I mean, yeah, the TV dad that everyone right. grew, you know, Huxtable, yeah, that you like, like, love, you know, the sweaters, yeah, but like it's him. like, yeah. well, now he's, I wonder what prison is going to be like for Bill Cosby. I wonder, well, yeah. like, I want to know, but I want to know, well, he's going to go under sex offender treatment and sure. all this. Yeah. I want to know. I, I really am, it's it's, it's going to be very interesting, I think, to see, you know, if what's, if he gets special treatment or if they're keeping him away, if he's going to be even more uh, targeted. Well, I'm going to be interested to see. I don't know about prison, but generally, like, here in L.A. County, Twin Towers Jail County, they keep celebrities away from the general pop. Sure. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, it's it's bragging rights. Right, yeah. yeah, they're a target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't Absolutely. know, but I did read about like what Cosby ate his first night in jail mm-hmm. and when he walked in. Was it pudding pops? Was it pudding? Because that would have just been like, the second right here. The yeah. Second Take it. But it's like, I mean, this man. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even imagine like his reaction. He's so old. He has so many health problems. He's legally blind, um, and you know he's probably sleeping on five, six hundred thread count sheets a night. And then they hand him a little sheet, blanket, uh, his little jumpsuit. It's, it's just bad. Oof. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not laughing. What I'm what I'm laughing about though is that the meme that's up there on, t- on the TV. I don't know if there we're showing is. that to viewers. Oh, yeah. That also was, it was Raspberry Jello. Okay, <laughs> now we're going to be accurate. We have to be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I was right just laughing at this. The internet community is pretty funny. I just wanted to make sure yeah, to qualify that yeah. because people are watching us live and I was <laughs> right. like, oh my God, I'm not laughing at this. Yeah. I like this perspective you just gave me because that did make me see it a little bit differently because it's almost, um, it's heartbreaking like when Felicia uh, uh, Rashad she had his back for the most mm-hmm. part till she couldn't have his back and she mm-hmm. kept saying people are trying to ruin his legacy and then then that New York magazine cover came out with about 30 women on yeah. the cover yeah. and it it's was hard like, when you know somebody right. and you have a working relationship I mean think of the moments they spent together building that show yeah. and it was even we saw this with some of the news anchors who have fallen you know when we yeah. see some of the morning show anchors and it was hard for their co-anchors to sure. be on the news the next day saying like the person who we are like because right. it becomes a family like, yeah, sure. that like I can't believe that this person is capable of this and it is, you know, it's hard for people to come to, to you know, yeah. Yeah. given that you have a background in, you know, guest hosting on the doctors and more sure. like issue you deal with, you've dealt with victims. Yeah, I mean, you're a doctor, right? so yeah. you know, I get the victims firsthand when I'm checking them out medically because unfortunately, a lot of sexual abuse you so know, my, has physical components to it, etc. So, here's my question then. Um, why do you suppose, though, like the way okay, so when people are mentally ill or they're mm-hmm. battling addiction and there's we're getting past the stigma where people understand it's a disease. Sure. Do you think that sexual, you know, sexual predators that that is, um, you can be healed, you can be rehabilitated from that? It seems like yeah. people. And, and sure. I want to hear all of, all mm-hmm. of you guys. Do you think that you can rehabilitate from? Well, I do think that? people can change, but there's kind of levels of addiction. Like you take a case like Cosby, where the magnitude the number of times he pulled that off and kind of the the thought process that went behind it this wasn't like a chance encounter you know this was very calculated yes. you know bringing him over putting stuff in the drink like you know and it happened over and over again you know I think at a certain point you're just regardless of what good you're bringing yeah you're too much of a threat to society mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean and it's just kind of the risk of hurting someone else and the chance that you might be better isn't worth it. Isn't worth it at a certain it. point. You know, that's not a one-time offender, and you know. Yeah, like I don't, I don't find there to be redemption in like a pedophile. Like I, I, I believe that they deserve all the punishment they get in jail. Yeah, because they're, they're daughter, really messing up a life. She's twelve yeah, years yeah. old. I have a daughter who's twelve years old, and I'm really, you know, when I 
I always, when I was moving to a new place, and I'd be like, who's the sex offender in sure. the neighborhood and where they were, where yeah. they're working? Because they're all around you. So, Oof. you know, do your dil- do right. due diligence. Try to figure stuff out. And we've seen, and you can probably speak to more of this on a medical, you know, professional, but like people who have been victims of incest go and repeat it themselves. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's so it's sad. Bad, and it's terrible. Yeah. You know, we want to be compassionate, but at the same time, I'm telling you, if it's your mm-hmm. kid, you're like, you are mama bear <laughs> right. and you're like I'm sorry like I, yeah, I wouldn't sure. even take the chance like I don't you know I want to know yeah, if you're right. bagging my groceries and if you're a sex offender I just want to know because maybe I'm not shopping in that store anymore because right. I mean I I worked as a journalist for 20 years my job was telling people about the pedophile in their library right. and it just takes a moment and you just never know so I right. think if you're a parent everything changes in your mind where you're like maybe that person is but I just don't want my kid around them and, and a good way to look at it addiction wise so you take an alcoholic, for example. All of us know alcoholics that have healed yeah. and they're no longer alcoholics. That said, you would never have an alcoholic work in a liquor store. No. You know what I mean? You want a safe distance. Even if yeah. a sex offender's out there and they're kind of functioning and they're controlling their addiction, they still yeah. have an addiction. You know, you're not going to have them the playground monitor. It's like... So, the good thing about him, they stripped him of his lifetime retreat, like Hollywood stripped him of his lifetime mm-hmm. achievement, too. Um, I, I think it's beyond... If people are like, is there a Hollywood redemption? I think it's just beyond. It's just done. Mm-hmm. Is, is it safe to say? Would you say that? There is absolutely no coming back yeah. from this. And I will he even get out of prison or will he pass away in prison? I mean, he's sure. been sentenced to three to ten years. He's yeah. 81. He's in poor health. And let's mm-hmm. face it, I don't think he's going to... He, I know he's not going to get the same quality of health care in prison that he would get in the private sector, you know, with all of his resources. All his resources. So... Uh, there's no coming back. He deserves to be incarcerated, I think, for longer than 10 years. Um, this has been going on for decades, maybe 50 years. Um, it was covered up for so long, and I'm glad that we finally found out what happened. Again, I'm, it's just unfortunate. He funded this uh, writing fellowship at USC, and I know people who went through that program who really wanted to be screenwriters, and it was only because of the money that Kazi put up that they were able to go through this program and not have to worry about how am I going to pay my bills while I'm in this. So it's difficult for me to reconcile the good that he did with him being this monster. Yeah. Hollywood loves to come back. I say no way for Cosby. No way. <laughs> yeah. Unless so, it's just like telling his story. Someone might give him one shot to like, you know, because yeah. people that people watch that. But there, there's it. no coming back. And did you see OJ chimed in on this mess? Uh, <laughs> everyone thank, you, <laughs> thank you, OJ. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, so quickly to something else. I, mm-hmm. I, my love-hate relationship continues with Cardi B. Because, <laughs> I love um, Cardi. I really do. I work out to her sometimes. Like okay, my friends so, give me shit, but like yeah, no, it listen, is. She, they just released this hot track, Talkie Talkie, with Selena Gomez and Ozuna by DJ Snake this week, and I've had it on repeat. And then I go and find out this article. So Maroon 5, she did that track where she's featured on, and they're the Super Bowl act. So it's like the big question now is like, is Cardi B going to perform with them because she wants a solo set? So they're negotiating. Is there a press? Have you ever remembered like where if someone was featured on the track of like if Justin Timberlake, say, was the headliner and then he was going to have the person featured that they're going, but I want my solo set during your (laughs) she's asking for a solo. I mean, what is your opinion? Anyone's opinion? I don't recall. I mean, I remember like I think Usher performed with Black Eyed Peas and at the time he was just as big Mm -hmm. as they are. Yeah. Uh, but he was kind of like a backup act. Timberlake, Jenna Jackson. Yeah. I mean, but, this is what you tune into the Super Bowl. There's cool mashups, sure. and this yeah. is sort yeah. of iconic moments yes. that you like wouldn't see otherwise. Yeah. But that's Cardi's thing is she's just like she's a boss. She's a stripper that rose up, and <laughs> she owns it. 
And she's just like, look, I want my money. I want my segment. And like, I'd say give it to her. She's entertaining. People love her. I mean, after what happened at Bizarre Icon Party with Nikki, maybe we should just give her her own stage. Maybe it's just like for, for, you know, the best thing for everyone. Do we think her ego's too big now? Uh, I kind of feel like Cardi I think that's is, like, is I mean, playing we're for head, we're I feel it. like she's playing for headlines. Like yeah. you've been in the game five minutes. Like, yes, she has had I think three number one hits, but you don't have the body of work to be able to demand that you get that you your get own a solo set. set. Yeah. So let's end it on that. Maroon Five, Adam Levine, who has sold bazillions sure, of records. You do not need Cardi B. Level. Just play the track of her part of the song <laughs> in the back and bring some dancers out. I was so offended. So now uh, thank God for talking talkie winning me over this weekend but okay so really quickly to take us out um overheard hollywood is a segment where i give my panelists some time to uh very quickly to plug something or tell somebody anything they want to know about what you're doing or something we should know for the next week ahead of us so go ahead take the floor bianca okay well first i had a great time like hanging with you guys today and um one of the things that you know i'm really passionate about is my mexican heritage and so thank you for having me on and giving us some visibility (laughs) here and um uh, i'm really excited my new line bianca de la garza beauty in glow we trust is our first product and it's an illuminating serum and um what it is it's basically skincare and makeup fused but i wore such heavy makeup on tv and you know there's this pressure of like you have to look perfect. Yeah. You have to be Barbie HG. or this. And, you know, yeah, exactly. HG. You're like, like, oh, sweat, my gosh. Right. Some sweating bullets <laughs> looking greasy. So, so I mean, I it. literally would have my bosses called it. They'd call me in sometimes be like, you look a little tired. I'm like, I do your morning <laughs> show. Like, I don't sleep. Yeah. So, for me, it's very freeing to now have a, a makeup line where I'm telling women, like, trust your own inner glow. Trust your inner beauty. And we're all about shifting consciousness into global in- global inclusivity. All You know, be, have beauty really be the wide beauty that exists in our world today. Day. And we just got uh, news this week that the Today Show, Kathy Lee and Hoda has selected us for, for one of their favorite things. So Congratulations. It's kind of my Copper's book club. Right. I'm Congrats. a little Congrats. excited, so thank, thank you. So you're going to go on and drink wine with them? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just my arm, maybe. Did okay. they have one here And your, your handle on, on, on Insta, at Bianca De La Garza, correct? At Bianca De La Garza Official and at Bianca De La Garza Beauty. Great. Jedediah, you're up. Perfect. Yeah, I'm actually going to plug uh, Children International. I was down in okay. the Dominican recently with them, yeah. uh, visiting my kids, so Kelly. Yeah. And, uh, Amazing charity. It's kind of, I've worked with the Boys and Girls Club before, mm-hmm. and they're kind of doing that in a sense, okay. but on an international scale where the U.S. dollar just goes so much further. Yes. And getting down there and work, I taught a little health and fitness segment in their community center. It's nice. super fun. Okay. And uh, just seeing the amount of good they're doing in those communities yes. is unreal. I've got some kids in Colombia as well, uh, Kareem, and uh, I'm planning on getting down there within the next year or so. Yes. So it's just I'm looking forward to seeing more of these community centers yes. and would strongly recommend, you know, a bunch of people spend a lot of money on pets, whatever. Yes. You know, these kids are like 35 a month and you're changing a life. Um, um, say the name again? Children International. ChildrenInternational.com? Yeah. yeah, Children International. Okay. Just Google it in. It's a pretty big charity. Okay. You know, they're global in a bunch of countries and Got they're it. doing seriously amazing work. I checked it out firsthand. We I love, love that. that Thank you. It and is. It really is. So if you get a chance, head over to UrbanHollywood411.com. I have a full recap of this weekend's box office. I kind of dissected and yes. how Night School did so well, what led to it doing so well. And also, for those of you who haven't seen Kanye's whatever, <laughs> Ram, first, like, greatness, I break that down too. So it's all on UrbanHollywood411.com. One of, my, one of yeah. my bookmarks. Thank you. And thank you for stepping in today. It's always a treat. No 
worries. And everyone can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, Meet the Hollywood Press under the AfterBuzz umbrella. You can also find us on Twitter, Meet the HWD Press, and on Instagram and Facebook at Meet the Hollywood Press. And also rate us, review us, view us, listen, <laughs> and thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thank you all for being here. It's been a great time. Okay. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.